Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Mover Podcast, episode 60. I am your host, Andrew Gomez. I have a fucked up voice today, but we're going to get through it, guys. I am Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host. To my left, we have the 10th wonder of the world, Richard Garcia himself. What is going on, everyone? Happy 60th episode, everyone. I uh, I meant to say dicklicious myself, but you guys you guys have listened long enough. You guys you know you know who I am by now. Y'all know how it goes. And joining us, the Pinoy powerhouse himself, Byron Pagdalau. Welcome back, boys. How's it feel to be back in LA? Ah, it's uh, I mean, it's nice. Obviously, (laughs) we're gone for a few days. Um, in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, we were in town for the all. Elite wrestling show. Uh, first time we watched history, basically. That's insane, uh, dude. We'll, we'll get into all the shenanigans that went down, but first, let's give it up to our sponsors, LaPalia.com. If you're ever in the market for any kind of wrestling merchandise, some, maybe you want some the, the greatest enamel pins known to man, go to LaPalia.com. You're gonna type in our discount code, put me over, and in turn, that website is gonna put you over, and you're gonna get 20% off your entire order. If they got buttons, they got stickers, they got pins, they have t-shirts, they have hoodies, they have it all. Check them out. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. They actually have these, these uh, reusable straws, um, you know, because we can't use straws in California anymore. That's kind of so weak. They have these reusable straws, and they're actually pretty dope. They say suck it on them. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's, Mark- it's, I like the perfect marketing strategy right there. It's, it's genius. Uh, one says suck it. One says uh, you suck, Kurt Angle. And then they have Cena sucks on one of them. Hey So yeah, um, check out lapalia.com And while you're at it, go to our web store Putmeover.com And um, you're going to find a bunch of cool stuff We just got a bunch of new stickers in Ooh. Which we're super excited for If you guys want a sticker, reach out to us We'll get one to you You might need to send us a self-addressed stamp envelope To get that to happen But we will get that out to you um, But we, we got our own shirts We got our own stickers We got our own tote bags iPhone cases, you name it uh, we might have it. If we don't, let us know. And we'll make it. Let, let, that's how we roll. We also have a promo code FLACID for 15% off your entire order there. Ah, is my voice is my voice going to get worse? or No, I think it'll get better. It'll get Once better it progressively. Warm, I, I got to warm it up a little well, bit. Yeah, that's all. It's just a warm up, bud. Um, I hope you guys, it, it, it's not uh, shredding your earlobes as we're talking. Um, but with that said, let's get into the news. Let's get into some dicks dirty news take it away dick well we, this has been a historical week for wrestling as far as uh AEW goes having their uh having their double or nothing show drawn out to massive success and um even more break more news was with um was with the talk is jericho podcast when he had john moxley on Oh yeah! Did you guys hear? Uh, listen to that because it it seems to be it is going everywhere. Everyone has an opinion on the podcast and on what John Moxley had to say. Did you guys even take a listen to it? I haven't took a listen. What was the gist of what he was saying? I got to listen to it. Um, if you guys didn't know, he he is now all elite. He made a special. Um, he made a uh, grand entrance at the end of the Double or Nothing pay-per-view um, to a huge pop, probably the loudest pop of the night, but he did go on the Jericho po- uh, podcast, and uh, this is probably one of the better interviews that we've had since CM Punk 
uh, went off on on his little thing. Um, a lot of insights. One thing that I, I did take away from it is the fact that he's basically saying all the things that we all kind of knew as far as like the way that Vince is booking the shows and how he's so out of touch. Um, he, it's basically confirmed here. Wow. I mean, that's kind of a cheap shot, though. Like, I don't like when people do that after the fact, like after you leave the company and you just talk shit and then join the competitor. If anything, I think it draws a lot more attention to um, WWE. You're not going to win that fight. So, like, I just think they should just leave it be. You know what I mean? Well, I, don't, I don't think it was more so of him uh, trying to look for a fight, but rather you, you understand where his frustrations have, have been the, the, the few months before he, he, was, he left the company. Um, like like Drew said, it confirmed what we all thought. If you were put in that position, you had all these ideas, and believe me, throughout his tenure in WWE, he had a lot of ideas on how to improve the Dean Ambrose character, but only to be shut down um, from pretty much from everyone. And then on top of that, you have people who have no idea who you are or how your mind works as a, as a character. They're writing your stuff in, and it makes no sense at all. Yeah, Vince, Vince was very, like... All the, like the crate like remember we used to rag on Dean Ambrose for the hot dog bullshit that oh, he used yeah, to do and yeah, like yeah. that was all Vince like he, Dean Ambrose would be like you know what I I, I think we should do something better this is kind of lame I don't want my character to be like this and then Vince would just be like oh no it's gonna be great they're, they're gonna love you um, just stuff like that where he literally had no creative control over any like he would try to pitch stuff that like hey you know what I'm getting back from my my injury. How about I come back and I do this or I do that? And Vince's like, no, um, we're just going to announce it like like nothing. That's crazy. Um, just I, things I like hear that. It. Yeah, you'll, you'll, I think you'll have a different tone yeah, I wanna uh, see when, once you hear it. Because like I said, he's just Vince. I, and I, and I, don't like, I don't like bagging on Vince. You know, he's done a lot for wrestling. But he's been doing it for a long time. And he doesn't have the same drive that like a Dean Ambrose who loves wrestling that will watch wrestling. Um, anytime to old matches, new matches. Um, he doesn't have the same love for wrestling. I think after all these years, it's more business for Vince. What's gonna What's gonna you know sell oh, merchandise? And instead of putting out a good product, he's putting out something that's gonna you know sell toys and stuff. Yeah. And 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 um, another tidbit from the podcast from from the podcast with him and uh, Jericho was that he mentioned an um. During, especially toward the later end, toward the end of his run, where he, when he first turned into a heel, uh, Vincent wanted him to really go, uh, really touch into uh, Roman's leukemia, and even even Moxley felt uncomfortable by that. He he was definitely not a fan of even using leukemia, his Roman's leukemia as a means to promote the storyline. I mean, not surprisingly, not a lot of people were fans of that either. Um, but somehow Vince always finds a way to trick people into doing it. Um, it just goes to show you, like, what I mean, as far as how influential Vince can be to you, even in things he didn't want to do. Yeah, literally, <laughs> Moxley said he uh, he's he has these Jedi mind tricks in his words, exact words. Vince right? does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah. You and then Jericho's like, "Yep, I've 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 fallen to that before. I know exactly what you're talking about because he'll he'll make something that sounds awful sound better." For some, like I don't know, he he has a way to a way of way he has a way with words. Um, you, you don't become billionaire Vince without having some sort of manipulation power. Absolutely. Uh, what else we got, Dick? Um, and then also like um, tor- also I wanted we want to mention during the uh, during the podcast that um he um also kind of gave another one an idea of as far as what happened to EC three when he first debuted. 
and um, even even Moxley agreed to that it was a, it was such a bad idea. Why would you have him go against um, EC3, knowing that the week before that he was going up against um, he was kind of put in a feud with um, with Nia Jax? When that situation is going to happen, the fans are going to obviously be on uh, Dean's side. They can be sympathetic toward the character, and. When they first fought, if you guys remember, remember when um, EC3 like pretty Ooh. much buried, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> he he pretty much beat uh, Ambrose in in minutes. Clean, clean. Yeah. And what did it do to EC3? Absolutely nothing. Well, they just this was their way to be like fuck fuck Dean Ambrose. If he wants to leave, we're gonna bury him on the way out. Um, same with like uh, him, you know, having a thing with Nia Jax getting punked by Nia Jax. Yeah, but the thing about putting people over is that it should work and that the end goal was to put EC3 over and make EC3 a contender and instead it did the complete opposite. I mean, EC3 has been dead on has really been dead on arrival since arriving to the main roster. Absolutely. Um it's it's really sad what they've done to him. Poor guy. He's a jobber now. He's done. His career is over. He's it. he's trying to get that. He's he's one of the fucking goons ne- yes. running after the twenty four seven title now. Oh my and god! I've yet to hear him cut a promo. No, I, he has, has he said anything? And no, he hasn't. I think he had like one mini promo. Who's twenty four seven champ right now? Well, our uh, truth still okay. I don't mind that. Well, he know. lost it and got it back in the same night. I can't wait for this belt to go away. I'm over it already. It's hasn't it hasn't even been a full week yet, has it? I don't mind the belt. Honestly, I kind of like it. Um, you like that? It looks like a boxing title. Well, I don't like the actual belt. I like what it stands for, like jobber champ. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think those yeah. jobbers need shine. I um, I think it's a really good tool f- to make use of that really big roster. Because um, there's so many guys who get who are so talented and don't have that platform. I think this is the ideal place for some of these we guys. Were, we were talking about this last week that there's... If you include the NXT, there's 14 belts total within the company. That's a lot of belts to be going around. It, it doesn't. I mean, New Japan has about the same amount, and they New do Japan's have a sp- they belt, do have a smaller roster, but they know how to utilize the belts and make it mean something. Unfortunately, with WWE, uh, most of the belts, what they've done, especially with the WWE title, they have not made it a very prestigious belt, and. None of the really most of the, most of the other championships really don't mean much now. Well, right, but this this championship is designed to be almost meaningless or almost like a you know a jobber platform to go into the mid card or you know this can blow some people up. Who knows? Because if they they get momentum from that title, who knows what it can be? You know what I mean? So um, I don't really mind it. You know who won it on SmackDown this week? Nope, Elias. Oh wow! And then he lost it immediately back to our truth. Poor Elias. And so th- I think it's already going against what you're saying because it's it, like, yeah, it, I mean, it's a it's a fun idea. I get that it's supposed to be like entertaining and stuff like that. But at the same time, if it if if it's just jobbers running around for it, where like they ran past Sami Zayn last week with for the title. And he didn't give a shit about it. He just looked yeah. at it and laughed like, I don't know. I, I, Why I just would you care like, about the title to begin with? Yeah, it's just I feel like it's going to get old really quick. I'm see. I'm I'm curious to see if it evolves to something better, but we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. Let's see if WWE can pick it up. Uh, another thing <laughs> that happened uh, as well is like um, the daughter of Paul Ellering, Rachel Ellering. She did wrestle in NXT. In fact, she's uh, she's actually still signing wow. NXT. Uh, she got involved in a hit and run car accident uh, just oh, yesterday, no. as a matter of fact. Let me see uh, 
Poor, yeah. Uh, nothing. Luckily, nothing really bad happened. She got hit on the passenger side. Um, but this happened to her after she was leaving the training center in broad daylight in the afternoon. Jeez, fucking Florida, man. Yeah, that's so wrong yeah, place I mean, to drive stupid. it happens everywhere, but yeah, yeah, uh, not, mostly Florida. Not to Rachel Ellering, <laughs> but, but yeah. not to her, and not to. I mean, especially when you're leaving after work, that's she's like the last thing you. Damn. Yeah, she's like in her uh, in her mid twenties, I want to say. Yeah, she's like twenty six. Twenty six, man. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, I mean that's one thing though. Like when you leave after work, I mean you you get involved in a in a really gnarly car accident, especially if it involves a drunk driver or a driver under the influence. Like that's like the last thing you want to think about. I just want to get home, dude. Yeah, you know you want to get home safe. You've had a long day. Um, it could be any job you want. It, it doesn't matter how stressful it is. Um, you're just done. You just want to get home. You want to relax. You want to start your you want you want to start enjoying life outside of work, and then all of a sudden. Boom, you get involved in a car accident. It's just one thing you have to worry about now. But um, luckily, like I said, nothing serious has happened to her. No no major injuries, no minor injuries. She seems like she's fine. She did post it um, on her social media. So um, And she did make a message to everyone saying, if you are going to drink, don't drive. Um, but, yeah, so she's she's good. She's all right. Um, but it's a scary situation to be in nonetheless. That's why Uber Uber's a thing. Just Uber. It's so I, I probably spent like $200 on Ubers this weekend. Oh, Smart two hundred, dude. Though. Best two hundred dollars I've ever spent. Like from from me leaving to the airport to my trip ending, I probably spent about that much, if not more. I mean, I didn't have to worry about driving at all, and it it was a it, it was worth it, dude. Dang, the um, Uber rates must and Lyft rates must have been retarded over there. Not really, the actually. Compared to compared to the taxis in Vegas, uh, Lyft and Uber was actually pretty good, dude. That was your best bet. The rates were jacked up, though, huh? Than normal, more than normal. I think leaving the show, which I don't remember oh, doing. That makes sense. That makes sense, though. Well, when we left the show, we actually found a ride. Oh, that's right. Uh, shouts out to my boy Mike Sims that lives out in What's Vegas. What's up, Sims? Thanks for the lift, by the way. Thanks for the free lift. Um, he was a he was a trooper. He hung out all night. Um, yeah, Mike Sims. Mike Sims. Hold yeah, it down. he's he was a hero, dude. He was a he was an angel. He was our guardian angel throughout the night. He fed us. He he what? didn't get yet. Yeah, well, I didn't. He took us to get literally. Food. Oh, it's like, damn, what the fuck, Mike Sims? <laughs> yeah. Fed us that dude. You guys fuck him too? I was like, <laughs> what else uh, we'll keep that in the hush hush for now. Yeah. Um, well, this Saturday is going to be uh, TakeOver 25. So this will actually be WWE's answer to Double or Nothing. If they can, if they can put up with, a, if they can put a uh, show on parallel with uh, Double or Nothing. And uh, TakeOver 25, uh, this card is pretty loaded, guys. Um, you guys want to get into the predict- predictions later, or should we do them now? We'll get them to it later. We, still, it later. we still have a, yeah. a little bit to talk about. So, um, And that's going to be coming up this Saturday. Um, and this is actually going to be the first TakeOver in a while where it's not piggybacking off of any of the uh, big four pay-per-views. It's exciting stuff, actually. I'm pretty pumped for that. So this is going to be a big... This is actually a pretty big week in wrestling. Um, you had AEW, and then now you have uh, TakeOver... And then if you want to include next week, you got uh, the Super Showdown. <laughs> That's not. It's going to exceed or be equivalent to WrestleMania. That was, uh, we were promised. We were promised. I remember leaving the show and we, and I was like, how is Saudi Arabia? Or how, <laughs> how is, what did I say? I said, double or nothing is going to be nothing compared to uh, the Super Show in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it's going to be so sad watching these guys try to compete with the Super Showdown. <laughs> I I don't think everyone got the joke on that one. They probably thought like this guy must be the biggest WWE mark ever. Oh, I, was, I was so wasted. Good times but though. Good times nonetheless though. Um, 
Wow, Vegas. We'll do. Uh, I hopefully I'll see you again sooner than later. Yes, um, maybe with less alcohol next time. Uh, we can run down the the double or nothing card. I don't know. I don't remember who won. We had a we had a little thing going on uh, predictions, but I forget who did. Uh, well, we could just talk about match match of the night. Who do you guys think had the match of the night? I only saw two matches out of those two. I think <laughs> <laughs> I out of those two, which one? Which well, no, I I saw the Dustin Rhodes match. That was really fucking oh, good. Yeah. Emotionally, it had great storytelling, like we talked about earlier. And I saw the Young Bucks, which is exactly what you expect from a Young Bucks match. But I'm gonna go with Dustin just because I'm a fan. I'm a sap. I love the whole ending and the the color was great, dude. Dustin looked like uh, Red Skull from Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Um, you couldn't tell where his paint ended and his blood started. Like his <laughs> whole, f- he was a bloody mess. Um, I I would give it to the Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers match. For me, being there in person, there was it was just Spot City. Uh, nothing but, you know, high spots, close close calls, um, and a lot of a lot of kickouts. Um, for me, I was thoroughly sports entertained on that match. Uh, Twitter was going, how was the pop for uh, Ty Dillinger? Dude, the whole arena was doing 10. The, pretty much, the, I felt like the whole night, the, the crowd was pretty hot, except for maybe one or two matches where, like, the the uh, the Japanese women match. Oh, yeah, of course. Because um, no one really knew who that was. But they didn't, but, uh, they didn't embarrass themselves. There was... Not a no. single bad match on the card. Um, every match was was good to excellent. Um, awesome Kong got a huge awesome pop. Awesome Kong got a huge yeah, pop. That's what I heard. Yes. That was trending all over the tweet. I didn't I did. see it coming. I jumped out of my seat. I was like, "Oh my god!" Crazy. Yeah. Um. You know, she was only there for a few few spots, but nonetheless, uh, she didn't make a huge impact. She made a, a, a tremendous impact into that um, women's match. Um. The women. The the women's four way. Did not yeah. embarrass. Um, I think the right person won for that match with uh, Dr. Britt Baker. She is going to be the future of their women's division. Yes. And uh, rightfully so. Um, she does have all the intangibles to be that person. I like Kylie Ray. I think Kylie Ray is going to be right there with her. And you can always turn her heel. And You can't turn her heel. She's no, not so Kylie Ray. Britt, Britt oh, Baker. Britt Baker. Yeah, you could I think for you sure. can. And then have, have Kylie be the chaser. She that, could chase for that belt. For sure. I could see that happening. How was the Omega match? I was curious. I haven't seen it yet either. Come, it was it was a great match. I don't think it was the best match on the show. No. Um, as far as in terms of in ring, in, in ring match, definitely the the Young Bucks Lucha Bros in the ring was the best match from a pure storytelling perspective. Um, Definitely Cody and Dustin. Definitely one of the more more emotion, most emotion, more emotion matches I've seen lately. Right? Yeah, like it, it was more than just a wrestling match. Seeing seeing those guys tell the story that they were doing in the in the ring, um, like especially when Cody cut the promo afterwards, just like seeing them both c- kind of crying and like even his voice is cracking because he's trying to get out these words. Um, it's the little things like that that you know make a big difference on on an audience member that's trying to watch a show. Um, there is there's two things I want to say about the match, and it's really more so with um, it's really more so with with Cody. Um, one was with the entrance. Um, a lot of people seem to be divided over um, the Triple H um, did breaker. You did you see that? In, did you see that entrance, Byron? Yeah, I saw that. That was trending everywhere too. Did it look cheap, like in person? 
like the production of it. I didn't like the explosion of it. Yeah, that looked kind of. Uh, I wish he could have just smashed it, and yeah. that like it would just fall apart literally. Yeah. But from being there live, I mean, it got a huge reaction, and it it, it definitely worked. Um, did it? I think it did. Um, I think it, I think it did at first. Um, looking back at it, I mean, like like Drew said, it did look a little. It came off a little cheesy, and maybe they could have just done it without the explosion, but <laughs> they just had to gimmick it up. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> at the same time, you don't want to draw too much attention to them. It was a nice nod and a wink to Triple H, who was talking shit about them yeah. at the Hall of Fame. So I feel like it's 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 kind of goes both ways. Hopefully, yeah. this doesn't become a recurring theme where it's like no. it's it's. It, it, he does it a lot more often than he should. Uh, this is okay, but, I mean, let's just kind of keep it to a minimum. You know what I mean? Now we're off the ground. We're flying. We don't need yeah. to look at them anymore. Right. Exactly. Um, and then um, going going back to the uh, the smashing of the, the – fuck, what was it? I was going to say something right the now. The throne. The throne? Yeah, the smashing of the throne. Um, it was kind of a – kind of goes in line with what Cody, the attitude killer – persona was going for that night too so i mean if you think of it that way it kind of goes together and I, and I think they could i mean i'm glad you mentioned the attitude killer i think they could have done without the attitude killer personally i liked it i i, I felt like it added another wrinkle to an already kind of crazy uh, another uh complex story that they were telling brother versus brother it's i mean it's not super um complex but then you add in you know dusty the legend of dusty um being their father added a lot more drama i felt like and then you added another wrinkle where like i'm everything that i'm i want to take out what everyone loves about the wwe um and I'm, I'm i'm here to you know put an end to it make people forget about that time and show you the future of wrestling i'm kind of curious to see because triple h has the book for nxt so I'm I'm kind of looking to see how he responds. You know he's not gonna mention AEW, but I bet you they put on one. No, and he shouldn't either. Like, he's not going to. There's he, no way. He really shouldn't. That would be punching down. I feel. Yeah, like. for sure, absolutely. And I think that's why I think NXT is just gonna blow the roof off that place. But I definitely think that NXT is needs to be taken um, to a to a grander stage grander stage now after seeing this this one pay per view. They already have more lined up coming up, and then they're going to start, um, you know, airing in the fall. I think NXT needs to be taken more seriously, especially w- with the call-ups, because it sucks. You know, everyone jokes about how people from NXT get called up, and then they're just immediately jobbed out and, you know, p- forgotten about. I feel like if WWE is going to succeed, they need to build them up the correct way and then bring them in the correct way and then keep them at the same stable. Dude, we haven't seen Aleister Black since WrestleMania. Yeah, it's a it's a fucking bummer. How do you fuck up? How do you fuck up Alistair Black? He's they 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 found ways. They they found a way to fuck up Bailey. Alistair Black is like the most easy money I've ever seen. It's dude. it prints itself. Dude. Yeah, I'm like shit. Um, do you think he's gonna? Tur- do you think when he debuts, uh, re debuts, he thinks he re debut as a babyface or is he gonna actually go heel? Honestly, who fucking knows, right? I, I can't even tell. I can see him as just a tweener, dude. I think I think that's the best him, place him for him blurring to be. the line. I think that's the best place for him to be. Um, I mean, he's been cutting promos, talking about how he's just he just wants to fight, and um, I I think he'd be a great a great tweener, especially like dude, have him fuck up Shane McMahon and just put an end to all this nonsense that they're doing with him. Or when, or probably what they're doing is having him side with Shane. No, don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. No, it's it's gonna be Shane, Elias, Alistair Black, and Drew McIntyre. 
<laughs> taking on Roman Reigns by himself. And, and then Matt Riddle him. comes in and <laughs> de- that's how he debuts. Oh, shit. <laughs> don't book this. Don't do not do this. Nope, 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 nope. Um, but I, I do want to go back to the attitude killer. Like, I think that is a bit... Over- Me personally, I think, it, I think it's overkill. They could have done without... Um, you know, him him being again anti attitude era. Um, I, I even though I don't think he really is anti attitude era. I think they could have just just done with that. They had everything right. They had everything perfect to tell the the, the perfect storyline. And my headphones are falling apart. <laughs> but I mean, that's just that's just me. Um, like I said, I I think the less you use, I I like the less is more approach. I think maybe there was a little bit too much they they used. But other than that, the storytelling was amazing. Uh, the ending was phenomenal. Uh, it took a page right out of their father's um, promo back in um, back in the mid '90s in WCW. I don't know if you guys remember that promo where uh, Dusty had asked Dustin to uh, be his tag team partner for I forgot I forgot who they're feuding against. I'm pre- I think it was against um, the Dungeon of Doom. No, it wasn't the Dungeon <laughs> of Doom. It must have, I think it was Colonel Parker and his like uh, bozos. Okay. Why well, don't want to call Terry Funk a bozo or Arn Anderson a bozo? Because they're not. Uh-huh. Um, Terry Funk will kick my ass even at seventy. Oh yeah. Um, but I kind of sound like uh, Terry Funk. You kind of yeah. Just don't do a moonsault <laughs> off a ladder, dude. <laughs> I can't do it. Nope. Um, but yeah, it was that promo where like he uh he told his son like I'll back you up. All I'm asking for is a, a hug and a kiss. And when when Dusty said it, like he was about ready to break down, and uh the two embraced. Yeah, I saw the, the that was someone did a mashup of those two promos together, and yeah, it definitely got me in the feels for sure. Another thing that we we forgot to mention, Bret Hart was on this show. Yes. Oh, that's insane. That was that got the biggest. That got a giant pop as well. Um, and he debuted the new AEW title, which is pretty damn nice. It I'm looks nice. Saying. It looks a little new Japanish. It does. Um, it does. Like a more blinged out version. Um, but I I I love the belt. What do you guys? It looks like an actual it? championship belt. Something you want, you know, not. These toys that WWE's hogging, like it, it looks like a, a a credible, legitimate world championship belt, and uh, definitely not like a class ring or a fruit roll up belt. Yes, <laughs> um, de- definitely, definitely beats. I mean, it, it definitely beats both their world titles. Um, I would say. Not Top. better than the twenty four seven title though. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's unmatched, guys. Come on, more man. like seven twenty four. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is how you want a world title to look. You want it to look like it means something. It has value. Um, and they hit it right off the bat. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with this, but um, Bret Hart was not going to be the original person to introduce the belt. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was supposed to be Ric Flair. Really? But, um, Dusty Rhodes, maybe? Well, I mean, if he, if he was still around, <laughs> yes, I would, I, I would say so. But... Um, Flair couldn't make it out to Vegas. He was going to do a roast out there, but then whatever plans he had, uh, they had to cancel because he did have uh, the surgery he had about a week ago. Um, and it wasn't enough time for him to recover to make it out to Vegas in time. So in lieu of Ric Flair, they got Bret Hart. That's a pretty good come up. It's a good number two. Yeah. Um, Ric Flair would have been dope, but I mean, I'll take Bret Hart any I'll day of the ta- week. I'll take Bret Hart. Yeah, I mean, as 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 a backup to present your world belt. Yeah. I mean, who else can you? Who else? Who other other than maybe a few others that I don't think would ever do it. I can't even think of someone like big enough that or has the balls enough to do it. Yeah. The great Muta. Just kidding. Imagine that would have been weird. Muta would be cool. Um, Is he alive? He's still. He's, he's still alive, going. Right? Yeah. It wouldn't have got the same reaction. But I don't think it would have got yeah. the same reaction, though. It, it, I mean, a lot of people would, would would be cool with it. They know who he is. 
but he wouldn't have the, as much of an impact in North America as, say, someone like a Bret Hart or a Ric Blair. We're running low on guys. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Macho Man would have been a fucking great one, or, or even Roddy Piper. But I'm not Roddy. saying that because we have them on our Right. Just, <laughs> you're you're not just, just staring uh, at yeah. you're not just staring at your logos. Uh, um, speaking of uh, the AEW champion, the winner of the Battle Royal, who was who ended up to be Hangman Page, is going to be taking on the winner of Jericho and Omega. So a future match is going to be um, Adam Page versus Chris Jericho. What do you guys think about that? For the title? For the title. For the inaugural. That's the first title match? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'd rather have... Those are they're both big stars, but I think Kenny should have been part of that first time match. You know what I mean? Well, I think I think it's gonna it's gonna I get where they're going with it though. It they're they're getting Adam Page on that superstar level. They're trying to book him to that skyrocket, you know. Yeah, but they're they're putting the rocket on his back, and who better to put him over than Jericho? I think he's gonna beat Jericho in 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 the first match. I don't know. I don't think so. Really. I, I I don't think they would want to do that yet. I think you want to build Hangman You're right, to actually. as much as as much as he can because he's not quite well known yet, and I'm and he's got a he's got a lot of room to improve and a lot of room to show that he can be the main guy. I think the chase is in him just holding out and him yeah. eventually being the champion. You go with Jericho. I mean, if you can go with Kenny, by all means, uh, go with Kenny. Um, but. Out of the two, I would definitely go with Jericho. Have Jericho hold the belt and have him be uh, the champion where everyone wants to chase him, especially Kenny. You can have Ch- Kenny chase the belt and have yeah. him eventually win it. Or if you want to do Hangman, you can do that as well. Or if you want to bring in someone else or you want to have other people come in and, and challenge for the belt, I would say I would definitely say the right person to win that belt between those two would be uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah, now that you mention it, um, you, need, you need to have your first champion as high profile as possible. And Jericho is as high as it goes with that company. Yeah. Um, and you can't put it on the Young Bucks, obviously. There's no way. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think Jericho winning the belt uh, makes sense. Um, another one, another guy that really shined in this show and is probably the best heel they have. MJF. That's what I heard. I, I heard agree. He, was, yes. he shined the brightest. I feel like, um, in the, in the battle Royal, he had a lot of great spots. Um, he called, uh, who's the guy with no legs? Stumpy. Um, he called him, he called him <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. At oh, one Lieutenant point. Dan. That's right. Yeah. Um, which is pretty fucked oh, up. Oh, it's fucked up, um, but it's so funny though. And then when he came out to interrupt Bret Hart, he's like, uh, "Don't worry, I'm not. We're not. The, we're not at the Hall of Fame, Bret. You're fine." <laughs> <laughs> um, I marked out for that. That, that was, was great. that was a great moment. Yeah, and that brought MJF to a wider audience. He definitely, I mean, you could definitely make an argument and say he's one of the better heels. He lives the gimmick. He lives the gimmick. Um, he's always an asshole. He's always an asshole. He knows how to be a heel. He knows how to rub people the wrong way. And it works, and he, he comes off as a natural dick. Yeah. Um, Luchasaurus was another guy that really shined in that battle royal, too. A lot of people don't know about him. Um, we're lucky enough to be in SoCal where we see him at bar wrestling every every time he comes around. We see him at uh, PWG. Uh, we've bar seen wrestling. him in bar, bar wrestling. We've seen him in uh, – he was in Lucha Underground for a little bit. Um, but Luchasaurus actually had a great show in Brian Pillman Jr. A lot of guys – Got their shit in pretty much in this whole thing. Even Orange Cassidy coming out. I've never seen Orange Cassidy, uh, but he's probably one of my favorites now. He doesn't give a shit. He just lightly taps guys and has his hands in his pocket. The and whole it, time. you know what? It, it worked. 
it it, it works for him. Yeah. Another thing I do want to mention though, real quick, is um the introduction of Super Smash Bros. Um, you remember when um the lights had went out for a couple minutes and then uh, there was a, a tag team that went in the ring and destroyed everyone else. Do you remember that part? Mm, little little hazy to me. Little hazy. Okay. Um, they. I didn't realize that they were in this match. They, no, it wasn't in the match, or but it was toward uh it was toward the middle of the match. I think it might have toward the middle of the card. Maybe the best friends match. I don't know if it was after the best friends match or not, but uh they were um. They it, it, it blocked out and everyone thought it was going to be like a huge debut. But then when the lights turned back on, it was just the it was just those two. Well, and No one really knew who they were. And they were kind of going and giving like the what chant and they weren't like sure how to react. Yeah, that's kind of a weird situation to put the audience in because us being PWG guys, we've seen the Super Smash Brothers and they're awesome. Right. Um, so, I mean, I wish I would have a little bit more coherent for that part. But nonetheless, um, I think that's awesome. I've, I probably marked out when I probably don't remember. But um, other than that, though, overall... Uh, I mean, Michael Nakazawa. Nakazawa. He's so over, too, dude. Everyone who he is because of, you know, uh, Matt really giving him shouts out every week. Right. The, being the elite show. Um, all in all, um, I give this match, a, this whole pay-per-view, a big thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, go out of your way and uh, and definitely watch it. It, it definitely didn't feel long being there. It um, flew live. by. It flew by. Um, I'm. I actually do want to get a chance to watch it live. As I mean, not watch it live, but watch it back on pay per view and hear the the commentary. Um, from a lot of people have been saying, um, it just seems like Excalibur was on point. Um, if you never heard Excalibur before, uh, this is a great opportunity to hear him. He's actually a very solid commentator. Um, PWG alumni, people, PWG fans know him very well. Uh, JR, from what I've heard, um, was good, just not the JR before, which is understandable. Not his best night. Definitely not his best night. Um, and then Alex Marvez, I've heard uh, just nothing but bad things about about him, nothing but um, not, so, not so good things about him. Uh, but it's heard, his first show. So. I heard he didn't really add much to the commentary other than, like, what Renee Young does. Right. And, that, and I mean, um, on the one hand, you could say that's the weakness of a three-man commentary team. Yeah. But... At the same time, it's probably just him also being very inexperienced and not knowing how to react when it comes to uh, calling wrestling matches. Um, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and if um, if they do have him uh, do it again for the next show, then we'll see if he's improved or if he's still the same, and you know, hopefully we'll go from there. Yeah, I think uh, I think Vince, you know, I think they're all shook right now because. Um, that was as good of a debut as you could ask for. Um, for a new f- uh, faction or a new a new company yeah. For, yeah. for for a new promotion and a new pay per view. As impressive as AEW was, WWE their response on Raw yeah, let's and get SmackDown, into, yeah. especially on Raw, was just gasful. It was terrible. The first match did not happen until well into the second hour. The first hour of Raw consisted of promo after promo after promo. I felt like the Brock Lesnar promo in the beginning was never going to end. I felt like they went on for way too long. Um, he turned the Money in the Bank briefcase into a boombox, and that was that was funny at first, but I felt like he was dancing for like 20 minutes. Like a little too much. He's definitely trying to make himself a meme even more. Yeah, I think he knows. He's leaning into it. They even have like Brock Party merchandise. That's going to um, sell, though. Of course, yeah. absolutely. Um, but for you to go, it, 
I actually counted. It was like 57 minutes before the first match. And then the first match that they have that's going to be the big answer to what everyone's coming off of from Double or Nothing is going to be Shane McMahon versus, what did you call him? Oh, Jobber Reigns? Jobber Reigns. Uh, was, I think he's actually related to Roman Reigns. Oh, they are. I, th- I thought it was I, I, from from what it sounded like and what how they presented it. I didn't think they were related, and maybe it might have just been someone who look looks Samoan and say, "Well, let's just have him be Roman's cousin." <laughs> I mean, if he really is related to him, then yeah. I mean, I then that's cool, you know. Uh, yeah, he really is. But I mean, this is what you're gonna give us after we just watched some amazing wrestling. You're gonna you're gonna waste an hour of your show on bullshit and nothing that matters um i don't know I, it was just really bad um other than that other than Sami Zayn saying aew on w on raw um that is really the the only takeaway i got from the show and and he, he he ended up getting heat for that because when sammy got the script that was gonna that was part of the line and that he was actually gonna say that and they want him to use it, but then after that promo was over, Vince was furious. He was not happy with uh, Sami Zayn AEW. Well, you can't tell him he, it's okay and then get mad at him after. Yeah, the that's not his fault. I mean, if 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 you change your mind, you got to let him know. Don't let any of your minions know. Tell him that because that's how the ball gets dropped. I mean, if you don't like it, you know, for, number one, write a better show, obviously. But if you can't do yeah. that and you change your mind at the last minute, let him know. Say hey, you know what? Don't say AEW. Let's just cross that out, you know. But I thought, I thought it, I thought it came across cool because it actually made Raw seem cool. Like, okay, we do acknowledge that you know AEW is a thing, you know. Um, case in point, Ricochet and Cesaro had a great match. Oh yeah, that was a good match. That was match of the night, easily, maybe match of the week. Um, but like I said, I think Ricochet is. It's only a matter of time. The 50-50 booking with him and Cesaro is, isn't going to help anybody. No. Definitely not going to help him. It just Cesaro. sucks because I, as amazing as those two are, like, I didn't really care. Like, I just, I did not give much of a shit for, for that match. And it was, and it was a good match, but it was just like, oh, uh, okay. And you think it's because we're, we're wrestling out? Or was this the placement in the show? Like, that, that would have been a great way to kick off Raw. That would have been a great. I think that should have been the you. great way to kick off Raw and have them go out there and just wrestle. Let them do what's best for them. Don't let them. Don't let them. Don't restrict them. It don't. would have been like, okay, like we see you double or nothing. We're gonna put our two best guys out there, and then we're gonna give everyone bullshit. But we're gonna let you guys <laughs> know that we can wrestle here too. Um, instead, they they wanted everyone to rem- they wanted to remind everyone how bad Raw can actually be. And it and it definitely showed in the numbers and that it that it was the fourth lowest rated raw in the modern era. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) I feel like that happens every that happens every week. Well, it was Memorial Day weekend, so I think everyone has a day off. What's the excuse? There really is no excuse because there was there was no there was no competition. Basketball basketball day either. There was no competition. They had the only competition or hindrance is people could have been wrestled out if they all watched AEW. I think if anything, people wanted to watch Raw to see what they yeah. were gonna do. That's what it was, and, and unfortunately, uh, once they got into like they, I, I, like I said, if you guys made it past the first hour, you guys are troops. If you did not, I don't blame you at all for turning it off after the first hour. Well, <laughs> once they announced Braun Strowman versus The Miz versus Baron Corbin versus Bobby Lashley, um, I was already my finger was already on the fast forward button. Um, that match apparently was. 
slated to slated to be an elimination match, and then it ended up just being a one fall match. Um, and then they try to cover it up after the fact, like, oh well, because you know Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley aren't in the ring anymore. The Miz wins. Like, you can't just make up rules like that, dude. That's funny. That's Talk hilarious. about cha- that's changing the show on the fly. That's it's almost getting to the point where it's becoming like Nitro 2000 Nitro. Yeah, you can, where it's just, just changing so the rules as they go. You know, um, I mean, that era of Nitro had you know the NW NWO coming in breaking up every single match. Um, but they were also just changing the rules on the fly. It, it wasn't. It's not fun. It's not a fun show to watch. It's really not. Um, Bray Wyatt had a, had you know finally revealed that when he puts the masks on, he, when he puts the mask on, he can be any anything he wants to be. Um, so that's another wrinkle in this story that they're telling with him. Hopefully, they don't drop the ball. I can see it happening. That could be a really big character for them. I think it could change change the game and his you know his career so absolutely hopefully they they you know continue to progress with that character this is an evolution of bray wyatt the character i love it Um, i'm excited pseudo undertaker i guess yeah yeah the fact that like he started off as like a cult leader yep and now he has like this alternate persona that is looks eviler more evil than we knew he could be and he's actually amassed a a, a, a cult in a way if you think about it with having the, the kids brainwashed <laughs> yeah <laughs> the saddest game of limbo ever Se- seriously dude <laughs> uh, so see we do watch the show guys we do talk we do praise the good stuff man um it's just there's a lot few in, and very far between in three hours we have two good things to talk about yeah. it's it's sad should we, should we should we continue to shit on the show and just I'm just going to say it right now. Baron Corbin won the main event, and he's going to be the number one contender uh, against Seth Rollins in blank country <laughs> at Super Showdown. You know, the, are, the, are we allowed to say the country? Yeah, I mean, we could say Fuck it. it. Saudi Arabia. I want to keep saying it just to remind people because they're trying to get people to forget that it's in Saudi Arabia. But uh-uh, not here on the Put Me Your Podcast. We're going to hold you accountable. Uh, we're not going to do that shit. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, the match that nobody asked for, the match that everyone was begging not to happen is happening. Um, and I, I, you know how it's gonna end. Seth Rollins wins. It's it's a house show. Good guys all we win. Exactly. Um, well, Seth, go on, Dick. Sorry. I was gonna say uh, we'll see how this plays in with uh, <laughs> the whole Lesnar cash in. See whether or not if he actually even does cash in next uh, next Friday. Which, by the way, where in the rules does it say you have to you have to announce who you're gonna go after? It, it has never happened before. That takes half the fun of it. That takes half the fun out of it. Just. Keep it a surprise. Keep it a secret. Keep build the drama in each match. It, it pisses me off that like one, they're teasing it all night for the past two weeks. They've been teasing it for six hours that we're gonna get this reveal that he's gonna reveal who he's gonna cash in after. He's just fuck with him the whole time, and he's fucking with us. God damn it! And it's working. Look at me. It's, I'm working. It's working. Shoot, brother. It's, it's working because um, you're the 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 champions are kind of like okay, like they're the champions are are they're playing his game. Oh, absolutely. And we're playing his game, and, and and it's working, it's frustrating. And after a while, like it's going to get to the point where we're like, okay, no one's going to believe him he's going to cash in, and then finally he's going to cash in. No way Brock's going to show up every <laughs> week on Raw. We already know that. He's not going to do that. So if he does, I'd be very surprised, and I don't think that would be a very good move on that part either. But One thing I've learned, it's all about the game and how you play it. it yes. Yep. yep. Uh, with that being said, oh, Sammy and Sammy Zayn and Seth Rollins had a match for some reason. Sammy Zayn is awesome. Um, he he was literally giving chicken shit 
and did the best he could with it. Um, apparently, those weren't plants. Those were real people that they gave them lines. So Real, wow. Really? Yeah. So if they looked like they were struggling, remember their lines, they were because they were real people. Why would you give them the lines? <laughs> well, I guess in a way to prevent someone from actually asking a serious question, which I have a feeling it's going to slip, dude. I mean, if they do it again next week, which I don't know if they I don't think they would do that. But if they were to do that, I want to see someone go up there and just ask a legit question. Yeah. And that, that's why, like, when Sami Zayn kept saying, you guys could ask me anything, I was like, he's not going to mention AEW, is no. he? And then he did it, and I popped. He got me. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Uh, my voice is kind of uh, falling off the wheels here. Um, Kofi Kingston on SmackDown beats Kevin Owens clean. Good. So we're, we're done with Kevin Owens in the main event picture, right? And we've moved on to Ziggler. Is that what's happening? I'm, for, I'm, I'm for good now. with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. Um, Ziggler is going to take on Kofi at... Super Showdown. They're going to put on a show too. That's, that's a good match. That's probably going to be a match of the night. I I, I hope so. I, I think they will. Um, you know, it's dope. I saw a video of uh, uh, Kofi visiting Ghana today for the first time, and he said in like twenty years, his first time back there as a wow. champion. And they greeted him at the airport like people were going crazy for Kofi. Is he there right now? He's there right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, it it just it made me feel good. Champion duties. Yeah. Super champions welcome. Um, and good for him. Something that the 24-7 title will not garner you. Unless you're 7-Eleven. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, other than that, SmackDown was another... It was a little bit better, um, but definitely not by much. Um, it, giving it for our truth fending off all comers and staying the champ until he ran into the ring during Shane McMahon. This is another thing that's kind of pissed me off. Can we stop with Shane McMahon? Uh, being the 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 ultimate bad guy in on both shows now. Yeah. Um. I I want to see fucking stories. I don't care about Shane McMahon. He's not a threat. He's not a threat. He has he's his putty patrol. With I him. never saw him as a threat. I mean, we grew up with uh, the attitude era. Keep in mind, and for as long as we saw Shane back then, we always knew him as a pussy. Even back then, he wasn't a threat. He was never a threat to begin with, and. That- now all of a sudden he's he's now a threat because he's he's probably bigger than most of the guys on the roster. He is. <laughs> he really is, dude. He's swole. He too. is. Um, Elena couldn't believe he was like flexing his bicep. And she's like that. That's fake. I was like, no, it's probably real. No, he's like, a McMahon. He's fucking a he's McMahon. A McMahon. Yeah. 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 He's a McMahon. <laughs> McMahon. <laughs> I like how he said that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he may, he may not be in tip top shape compared to when he was during WrestleMania 32 per se, but. He's still a big still dude. Still on the Yeah. Definitely, you know, can't run the mile in, in a short time. Yeah, yeah. No, he cannot. Um. <laughs> he couldn't. He, 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 was, he was huffing and puffing a minute into that match with uh, Jabba Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> Jabba Reigns is hilarious. Oh, man. Make that a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, and by the way, um, during that segment, Elias did beat uh, R-Truth with the one, two, three. And right after the match... Shane announces that the 24-7 rules are suspended for now until the end of the match. So for the rest of the night, they could not be defended at all, which goes against what uh, Mick Foley had proclaimed what the the spirit of the 24-7 rule was, which... Just making up the rules. Just making up the rules as they go. <laughs> and it only took a week for them to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot I forgot that Shane did that. Um, I mean, if I don't know. I don't even know if that's getting heel heat. I don't know what that is. I mean, it did. It, it did ultimately play into the match where um, the baby faces uh, did win. Um, the, w- did win the main event, and then after the match, Truth uh, got his one up on uh, 
he got his one up on oh. Elias where he pinned Elias and reclaimed the belt. So now Truth is a two-time <laughs> 24-7 champion. In two weeks. <laughs> hey, Andrew just showed me this picture of Bobby throwing up. Is that from the weekend? Yeah. Yes. Was that the night of uh, Double or Nothing? Double uh, Dare or Nothing? No, that was uh, the next night. night. Yeah. What? What did you guys do? Fuck. Fuck WWE. Punk How rock was the, oh, you guys went to punk rock? Oh, these yeah. guys did. How was the Vegas like vibe the whole weekend, seeing that everything was going on there? It wasn't as wild as I thought it was going to be. Really? Um, it was wild, but I thought there was going to be you know people coming out of the woodworks everywhere, you know? No, a lot um, of punk rock kindness? At Pel- in, in, on Fremont Street, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I was so... Believe me, guys. When I say I was so wasted, I was so wasted. I want to give a big shout out to Matt Zion, Nando, Sean, Steven. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting people. Um, Polly made it all the way from from London. Uh, he's part of the dude. Where's my chant? Dude, where's my challenge? YouTube channel. Uh, I want to give them a big thank you for hosting us and having us with them um, on Sunday. They had a big party over there. So oh, thanks nice. to the Reckless Eating guys for hosting me. Um, and getting me way too drunk. Um, what the fuck did Bobby drink in that? I that the blame punk rock. Ask him. That. Ask him that. Dude, that deposit on the hotel must have been. They must have took some shit. That shit. <laughs> that wasn't our deposit. So. No, that was in our room. Uh, shout out to Ro- shout out to Robert oh, yeah. and Andreas as well. That was shout their out. room. And uh, sorry about uh, <laughs> what happened with Bobby. But thanks for uh, putting oh. up with it. I like that we give everyone shouts out and then apologize immediately (laughs) after. Uh, Yeah, shouts out to these guys. Um, Sorry for uh, slamming the door. Oh my God, Bobo. But um, rest in peace, Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. Over overall, though, fun weekend. Maybe that'll be the picture for uh, this week's. Yeah, that should be. That shit is hilarious. I'll I'll have to clear with Bobby first. Uh, He's cleared. Bobby (laughs) crash. (laughs) R.I.P. Bobby. Well, that should be uh, his. Uh, that should be his uh, funeral pick. Yeah, for sure. Jeez. In the collage, um, Bailey and Lacey Evans actually had a good match on SmackDown. That might have been the match of the night on SmackDown. Let me ask you a question: Who turned between Charlotte and um, I don't, Lacey? Dude, I I don't even know. I don't even know who's on what show anymore. Yeah, I can't. Who tell belongs me. where? Because this wild. That's <laughs> so stupid. It's fucking wild dumb. Card. Damn it. Um, the only. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I like at the end of that match where um where Charlotte finally I mean Charlotte turned on Lacey or however you want to put it, I didn't really care. Like I, I, I just didn't know who like why should I root for Lacey Evans to begin with? No, and I'm not rooting for I'm her. I'm not rooting for Charlotte. Not rooting for Charlotte. It, she, she's just not she's not ready to be cheered yet. I mean she's she's perfect as being a heel. Lacey's too too green right now to be really a baby face. What do you do with them? Like, I mean you you should really keep them separate, but really should. I mean, I think the women's division's already lacking as it is. W- do we know where Sasha Banks is at yet? She's no, where is she? Still she posted that nice picture today, though. I saw that. Ooh. She's on the yeah. She's having fun. Damn. Um, I do like what they're doing with Bailey. Um, she's not you know the shy, kind of meek, um, person that's just happy to be there. She's definitely coming into her own she's getting more confident which you know you can it it projects and she's doing a really good job at showing us that right i'm the champ now and i'm gonna you know defend it you know i'm gonna do whatever i can i'll outsmart you i'm a better bailey pretty much do you think it's too little too late or maybe no i i I think people still like bailey i really do no Um, she's gonna be back she's back but yeah it's only a matter of time until you know i don't know 
Sasha Banks comes back or something where they, you know, take the focus off of her again. I think um, she needs to step up her game right now, especially with um, you have a similar character like uh, Kylie Ray, who is a lot like her in many ways. Yeah. And she's incredible. She was incredibly over this weekend and she has nothing but up value. She could climb up in value. Uh, Bailey. I mean, it really depends on how uh, WWE books her. Hopefully, they do this. Hopefully, they do the smart thing and actually book her the way she should be booked. Um, but let's see what happens, though. Like, ho- hopefully, you know, this is a good turnaround for Bailey. I think it's on the way, though. Definitely, especially after the title win, it seemed natural. Now she's like comfortable in her own resting skin and her own character. Now I think. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I I agree. I think I think Bailey's gonna be fine. Um, one thing that I, I forgot to talk about earlier about the 24-7 title, it's open to men, women, on either brand, right? Yeah. Why, why, yeah. Is, it, why is Carmella helping our truth when she sh- should be trying to get the title herself? She's okay. a good friend. Molly Holly. Come on, dude. It's a 24-7. It's supposed to be a free-for-all. Like, it shouldn't be... She should not be trying to help him. She should be. I'm waiting for her to try to screw him over. So I don't think they thought about coming. it yet. And then when they do think about it, when Vince finally realizes it, he'll plan it on SmackDown. Because, wh- dude, if Carmella pins our truth, uh, our truth, it was fun. It was fun. It was it fun was while fun. it lasted. Um, let's get into the NXT show. Do we have anything else? No, I, th- I, I think, think we're good. good. I, that's um, all I want to say for Rest Raw piece, SmackDown. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby RP. Nasty ass. <laughs> Oh man! Don't throw up on a bed. I think that's, that's that looks nasty. <laughs> that looks oh. like Jägermeister. Oh, if you're drinking Jäger still, God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> still, still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into this NXT 25 Takeover show. Um, this match is gonna be, or this card looks stacked, and I think this is a great way for WWE to show people, hey, we have good wrestling too. Don't forget about NXT, guys, because don't pay attention to our, our main shows. Pay attention to this one. Uh, let's start from the bottom to the top um, I'll as take, far as I'll take match goes. Okay, so opening match, what we're going to be talking about here is Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Um, who do you got, Byron? I'll go Matt Riddle. You have to ride the wave. Yeah. Riddle, Riddle? He had, uh, Matt Riddle did have his first uh, pinfall uh, defeat. Oh. But it, wasn't, but, it wasn't in a, but it wasn't in a one-on-one match. It was in a tag match. Oh, but he ate the pin. He ate the pin. Yeah, that that was last week. Yeah, that was last right. week. Oh, last week's uh, fucking NXT, great match. which was a great match. Um, and I think it's still too soon to have Riddle be beaten in a singles match. Um, and, and as much as like Roderick Strong, um, I can, you can't go wrong with Matt Riddle. You got to ride that wave exactly. Yeah, I'm also gonna go Matt Riddle on this because as much as we love Roderick Strong, uh, Matt Riddle's on the ascent. Um, where Roderick Strong needs the undisputed era, I think. Yeah. To be, he's not that he's not that uh, main eventer no. that uh, that we all see Matt Riddle to be. He's icy at best. Yeah. By the way, I don't know where this bruise came from. <laughs> I have this giant bruise in my arm. Oh, I don't know where shit. it came from. <laughs> um, up next, we have <laughs> mystery bruises. The Velveteen Dream versus a returning Tyler Breeze to the NXT arena for the NXT North American Championship. Dick, who do you got winning this one? As much as I like to see, as much as I love seeing Tyler Breeze back in NXT, it he's not going to win the championship. I not against Velveteen. You got to go with Velveteen on this one. 
Uh, yes, I agree. Velveteen Dream is going to win, although this match is going to reintroduce Tyler Breeze and show the world that he can still put on quality matches. Dare I say, I mean, other than, God damn it, this this card is so stacked. This could be one of the matches of the night. Um, I think I think Tyler Breeze has something to prove, and he's going to remind everyone Absolutely. how great he is at this show. Yep, and I'm going to go with Brizongo himself. Are you going with Tyler yeah. Breeze? Yeah, because I think... This is. Uh, this I is, feel like this is a one and done. Yeah. No, you think? I think he's on his way to like because there's so many people in both the big rosters. Why yeah. not be the star of NXT, right? Um, you know they've been pushing. What's his name? Xavier's been pushing for him so hard on social media, and this is one way to like re- truly get the best out of Tyler Breeze. And maybe, just maybe, the dream goes up soon. Sooner than later, but that would be cool. They, but actually, they had a dope uh, video package to, on on NXT this week, uh, talking about Tyler Breeze and you know how he went up and then came yeah. back down. Um, this yeah, could could be be this could be a redemption story. Yeah. So boom, I'm gonna go with Brazongo just because I want it to happen. And and you know what? There is something to say about Xavier Woods, um, p- kind of pushing you out on social media because a while back, before Kofi got his huge push. Uh, he was chapping for Kofi to be WWE Championship, and, I, and if we, it might have been a tweet, and I know it was definitely him and Big E who were uh, collaborating, saying, you know, Kofi is one of the hardest working guys out there. He's been out there for eleven years, busted his ass, never failed a drug test. He deserves to be champion, and hopefully one day he does become champion. And, and lo and behold, he he's is. your current WWE champion. So I think you, there is something to say about that, uh, Byron. You do have a point. So, a good point. Ooh, by the way, uh, I I love Co- what they're doing with Kofi right now. Um, he he's a fighting champion. He's been defending the title. Uh, I feel like every week. Um, and if they can just keep this going, uh, make him look, take away the goofiness of the the new day, which they they've been doing, um, and keeping Kofi strong. I I I, I love this Kofi. Yeah, it's good. He's a worker worker title for he, sure. He's proven. He he's definitely proven to everyone because I know there's a lot of people out there that have doubted Kofi as champion. And it's not so much doubting Kofi Kingston as it's doubting WWE and how they're positioning him as the top guy in the company. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll say this, like the fact that like he's like the you know, the the only like black champion that we have and the, the Ooh, fact they're 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 sticking they're sticking with him so strong. Um it says a lot for how far WWE has come also in the few in the recent years. Um, this match is going to be a barn burner. It is for the NXT, the vacated NXT Tag Team Championships. Orny Larkin and Danny Burch versus the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish versus the Forgotten Sons in a ladder match, a fatal four-way ladder match. That's going to be fucking sick. It's going to be insane. Damn, I can't wait for this card now. Yeah, it's Saturday, boy. Um, Saturday from Bridgeport, Connecticut wow. at the Webster Bank Arena. In wow. um, this match, I'm between two teams right now. Um, I Same know here. Orny Larkin and Danny Birch have been putting on pretty good matches, especially this week with uh, the Forgotten Sons, but I, f- I forgot them. All right? Yep. Literally. <laughs> I love the Street Profits. I think the Street Profits are the second coming of Harlem Heat, mm-hmm. um, but I also love the Undisputed Era, and I don't know... Who's gonna win this? I I want to see Kyle O'Reilly playing that guitar again. You know, that shit's the hardest. Um, but I think I think it's time that you give it to the Street Profits. I think the Street Profits are gonna win this one. It's 
Uh, uh, I'll go next, right? Go yeah. for it, yeah. I'm going to go with Team Black, too. I just feel if like... If Kofi can win, these guys exactly. can win. Exactly, and I think they uh, NXT needs the Street Profits. They're um, they're good everywhere. They're a complete tag team. A complete tag, yeah, yeah, total package. So I think, Lex yeah, Luger. it'd be good, yeah. Montez Ford, Montez is no live food. Montez Ford is the complete package. He is um, he, the Booker he, T. You he's say? Def, uh, by far. He's the Booker yeah. T. By yeah. far, like. But Stevie Ray was the shit, dude. No offense, Stevie. No, Stevie Ray's the power, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. a power, yeah. And that's but, Angelo Dawkins, definitely. But Montez Ford has all the intangibles to be a main eventer, and I think this is gonna be his first taste of gold in WWE. He, I think they are gonna climb the ladder and they're gonna win the uh, tag team championship. Wow. Yeah. That's oh, a wow. straight sweep for the props. Yeah. All right. After that, we have. For the NXT Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai. Uh, this one's kind of a crapshoot. That one's a weird one, too. Um, Shayna Baszler's been champ, I think, for a while. 90 years. She, she lost and then got it back, like, instantly. Um, she's on NXT this week. She said all of Io's friends are all gone. Um, but, you know, she's still got the other horsemen with her. And then Candice LeRae comes out, and she's like, don't worry, I got your back, Io. I don't know who's going to win this match. I'm going to go on the challenger Io Shirai. Um, I think it's I think it's time for someone new because I forgot who the women's champ was for a while. Me too. Shit, that wasn't my 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 turn. But go. No, sorry. Uh, I guess I'll go. Um, I'll go with the chink. Just kidding. I'll go <laughs> with the Io Shirai as well. It's okay. He could say that. I could. Yes. So shut up, people. I can't. Snowflakes. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Shirai's gonna go for the win. Uh, it's just time for new blood. And Shayna Baszler, she's she's been a good champion. I hate to say it because I'm not a fan of her, but she's she's done her job. It's time to move on, possibly. Maybe bigger and better. Maybe. Maybe the twenty four seven title. Yeah, maybe. You, you never know. <laughs> you you never know. Shayna Michaels is the best. <laughs> she's had a stranglehold. She's had a stranglehold on the belt for uh, about the past year and a half. Um, and I think it is time for her to um, to give up the belt, and what better person to win it than uh, EO? So I'm going to go with EO, EO as well. All right. All right. And then... Uh, Damn. And, yeah, we're all pretty much going the same way. There's only one difference, and that's uh, Brizongo. That could be your downfall or your win. Uh, we'll just go downfall, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you take some risks. You never know. Actually, this one's going to be kind of hard to call, too. Uh, for the NXT Championship, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, baby. Um, I'll go first. Fuck it. Okay, uh, Byron, you go first. I'll go with Adam Cole, baby, baby, because yeah, I just want to see him be the best in NXT. I think he can carry it. Gargano's, I swear to God, he's been in NXT since the, its inception. It seems like so. I think yeah. Come on, let's move you up, bud. Two hundred five is waiting for you, buddy. Twenty four seven titles waiting for you. Buddy. Uh, <laughs> all the opportunities are there. Out of the two, I mean, uh, like uh, with this match, will this match deliver in the same capacity or better than it did over WrestleMania weekend? Yes. Do you think that's a fair question to ask? Yes. What that was a stip match though, wasn't it? That was like two out of three. Yeah. That's, that was a two out of three falls match. Do you think it'll deliver? Do you think this match will deliver in that? Like yes. Do you think it will? I, I easy. I think so. They're two of the best in the game. John, I think. Johnny is by far the best singles wrestler in WWE. Sands a couple of other people, but AJ Styles would have a, something to say about I, that. I, I, yes, and yeah, but I mean, as far as like in the ring and what he's capable of, uh, 
Johnny has been holding it down uh, really ever since ever since he got to NXT. And um, with this match, I mean, do you do you do you have him lose a championship at, right, like after his first after his first defense? Yes. Do you have him hold on to the belt? Or do you have him maybe chase again and have Adam be uh Adam be the champion and have him have his turn uh to go? Who's another main eventer that can face off against uh the champion? The dream. Once Adam Cole once Adam Cole loses this match, if he does, yeah. um, who does Johnny fight now? I mean, Champa's not ready. He's not gonna be ready for a nope. good while. Velveteen. Velveteen can put Velveteen in that. You, you, well, if if yeah. Brizongo beats him, that's what I'm saying. That's that's possible. Um, Who do you got, Dick? This one's hard. This, yeah, one's, this one's really hard. hard. Probably the toughest of the night. This is going to be the toughest one of the night. I'm I'm gonna go with. It's too early. It's too early to take the belt off of Johnny, and I don't want to go against Adam Cole, but I got to go with Johnny on this one. I don't. I don't. I think it's too soon. I th- I think personally, they should have. I think they should have had Adam won the match and then have Johnny chase because the money is in Johnny chasing the belt. Yeah. But they already have Johnny winning the belt and having, also an entourage. having him lose to Adam Cole again, and having Johnny chase Adam. I mean, you could still do that, but I just don't, I think that's already been done with Johnny. Like having him have his moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm. I mean, I gotta go. I I'm gonna I'm gonna go counter counter from you, Dick. I'm gonna go with Adam Cole on this Baby. one. Baby. Um, just because Gargano won the first one, Adam Cole can win this one, and they can extend this until maybe Ciampa's ready to come back, or there's another you know contender out there. Because I don't see, I don't think there's another contender other than maybe Matt Riddle. Oh, Matt Riddle, that's right. Riddle's Matt, gonna and he's face as fuck. Yeah. Um, um, so Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole would be fun to that'd watch. Be fun. You could do that down the road. Keith absolutely. Lee, maybe. I mean, we Keith, we already Keith got Lee it as well. on NXT. Where the fuck is Keith Lee? I think he's hurt. Oh shit, he's injured. Um, and then when he when he's ready to come back, um, Donovan Dijak as well. He's another. Oh yeah. So there's there's talent right now. Kushida, Kushida as oh, well. Oh shit. So there's def- there's Ooh. absolutely talent there. Actually, him and um, Gulak had a fucking great technical match on NXT this week. You guys Damn. should go out ready to watch that. Gulak, I'll, to, I'll check it NXT. out after we're done. Um, but let me ask you this though: like, let's say if Adam does win, baby, what should be the which the third match should should there be a stipulation or do you just go regular a regular uh regular pinfall match because the first match was a two out of three falls match this yeah. one's going to be a regular match like how would you differentiate the third match though like you know well depends Iron who Man yeah Iron Man match would be fun I'd be uh, cool with that cage, cage match would be fun no holds I'd, I'd be match. cool with an Iron Man match if oh cage match and, yeah. I, and you know what though I could trust Johnny doing an Iron Man match yeah and I mean you got to remember the undisputed era is going to probably get involved in this match as well. Um, that's why I think Adam Cole is going to win, and then maybe a, a cage match for the next one to make sure you know no outside interference, which there will be outside interference. And that's when you could re-debut Champa. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I th- if he's ready like, in time, sounds like fun. I mean, I don't know how how, how ready he is going to be because he definitely had a crazy injury. And you know what? If you want to do that, you can hold off on. You don't need to do a, a match right away for uh, the takeover in Toronto for SummerSlam weekend. You can hold that off. For at least Survivor Series, yeah. if not maybe the Royal Rumble, if you want to go that far. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I could see them needing to extend this feud out a little longer. So I'm going Adam Cole. All right. Although I love Johnny Gargano and I want him to stay champion forever. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but those are our picks, guys. That's that's what we're thinking. Those were our our, our highlights for the weeks, our lowlights for the weeks. Um, Bobby, definitely the highlight. That picture changes my life. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. <laughs> Don't drink and pass out and throw <laughs> up in the bed. Uh, but um, anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us this week on another edition of the Put Me Your Podcast. Like I said, we got stickers hot off the presses. Let us know if you want one, and we'll fi- figure out a way to get it to you. Um, shouts out to... All of you guys, you're telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors, um, you know, about this little podcast we got going that's, you know, gaining steam little by little, week by week. Thank you guys again. Um, Real quick, guys, if we had a live show slash party, would you guys be interested in something like that? Let us know. Ooh. I'll cut this out, and then we could probably find a venue, but I think it'd be fun. Maybe, you know, for a wrestling event. I have the venue. Boom. We're already cleared. Good. We just have to set it up. Boom. That's it. What about a live show from Bar Wrestling? Dude, do you guys want that? Let us know. I think that'd be dope. Um, We'll have guests. I mean, even if no one wants to talk to us, we'll be there. Yeah. I think it'd be dope to set up. With the fans, too? Yeah, with the fans, for sure. Joey Ryan. (laughs) Yeah. We got to get him before he leaves, because you know he's going to All Elite soon, too. Oh, he has to be. I'm surprised Uh, they haven't swooped him up yet. In fact, we're we're recording this tonight on Bar Wrestling Night. Um, There's a strong rumor that uh, the Young Bucks are in town. And are going to be there to give him his contract at Bar Wrestling. We'll Whoa. find out. I think we're missing something tonight, though. I think we're missing something pretty huge, especially considering that they are coming home from Vegas. So <sighs> They do live in Southern California. Rancho, I believe so. That's where they're from. I eat trash. Just kidding. <laughs> Just Thanks kidding. again, guys, for joining us. We are the new, 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 new World Order of Professional Podcasting. And we will see you next week. All right.